up, world? It's your pass first point guard and trailblazers reporter, Mike Richmond. You're listening to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts and also on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Blazers your first listen every day, free on all platforms, five days a week, coming at you every single weekday. So make it a part of your daily routine and make it your first listen every single day. In today's show, big old rumors have landed in Rip City. Are the Blazers a landing spot, a potential landing spot for soon-to-be free agents? Zach Levine. Reportedly, yes. They've popped up in conversations. We're going to talk all things Zach Levine today. That's going to be today's show. We're talking Zach, 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 Zach. That, that's, that's what we're going to do because it's, uh, it's intriguing and it gives you a sense of what um, could be on the horizon for the Blazers this summer in a way that maybe we hadn't thought about it this way. Uh, first up, uh, some news. Uh, the Blazers removed the interim tag from Joe Cronin. He's your permanent GM tomorrow's show. This is Wednesday, May 11th show. Thursday, May 12th show. All about Joe Cronin. We'll talk all about what Cronin has done now that he's the GM and all of the permanent GM and all of those things. Also some other news in Blazers land, the team announced uh, this morning, Tuesday morning that uh, Nazir Little underwent uh, surgery for a core muscle injury and he's expected to, you know, make a full recovery and be available for, for training camp. This is an additional surgery after he had, uh, you know, shoulder surgery. Nas just hasn't, he hasn't been healthy. The Blazers just need him, need him to get healthy and get right. Uh, For what it's worth, surgery performed by the same person who did Damian Lord's similar core surgery. You know, Dame seems to be back, uh, you know, pretty much ready to go and just didn't play at the end of the year. So Nas should be on track as well. That's, that's your Blazers news to tomorrow. All things Joe Cronin, all things Joe Cronin. But today, all things Zach Levine. Uh, where did this come from? How did we get here? Let's start with a little bit of, let's start with the, how did we end up here? On the Hoop Collective podcast, an ESPN podcast uh, with several reporters from ESPN, Brian Winhurst, veteran NBA reporter, uh, said on Tuesday's episode, uh, Hoop Collective available wherever you get podcasts. So so if you want to go listen to it, this is tu- it was Tuesday, May 10th's episode. And in that episode that, that uh, came out on May 10th, Brian Winhurst, Wendy himself said that, uh, that Portland has, quote, popped up as a potential landing spot to sign Zach Levine. Uh, it was previously um, believed that the Bulls, who have, who've, you know, kind of set up their books to give Zach Levine, a, you know, a max extension, he's more on that in a moment, he's going to get max money. Uh, but like they, you know, set their books up to give Zach Levine, who's been there for five seasons, a, a max extension. But at exit interviews for the Bulls, uh, Levine was like pretty. I don't know exactly what the right word is, but he wasn't, he was, he wasn't like openly committed to the bulls. He was, he was, or like, you know, steadfastly committed to the bulls. He was, he said that he was going to like basically figure out his options in free agency. I think I joked about this earlier on the podcast, but he even said in, in the past tense, using past tense, I've been here for the last five years and I've really enjoyed my time. But he also said he plans to go through a free agency and, and go, through free agency and experience free agency. Like he's going to take calls, right? He's going to listen to suitors. He's going to listen to folks to, to find out where his other landing spots might be. Uh, the bulls can offer him more money. They can offer him more years. They can offer him, you know, the biggest contract. So that's kind of the, the sort of basics of why you'd end up in Chicago. But if, 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 if he's eyeing greener pastures, Zach Levine 
is an unrestricted free agent. You in the NBA, you earn unrestricted free agency, and he has a he has an opportunity to go places. The go places part could potentially be your Portland Trail Blazers. Zach Levine's a two-time All-Star. He's made back-to-back All-Star games. Uh, He's coming off a season in which he averaged 24.4 points, 4.6 rebounds, and 4.5 assists. He shot 47.6% from the floor, 38.9% for three on seven attempts a game, and 85% from the free throw line. He appeared in 67 games, dealt with um, some recurring knee injuries that caused him to miss 15 games. He missed 13 games the year before. He's had some injury stuff, and according... To Joe Cowley of the Chicago Tribune, uh, who reported this in late April, like right around exit interview stuff, is that Levine is is going to have knee surgery to uh, on his left knee this summer. So like he's, uh, I don't think this is like a. This sounds like from the reporting from Cowley is that it's like a a short term or like a short recovery type procedure. But it's still knee surgery for a guy who's dealt with some knee injuries. Uh, at his at when he's healthy, let's be clear about Zach Levine. He rocks. Like he's he's really good. Um, he's a really good offensive player. He can score at all three levels. Uh, he can create his own shot from three. He can get to the mid range and score. He can get to the rim. He's a really good athlete. Um, incredibly fluid athlete, just a really pretty game. Like he just has a pretty, like he has a pretty game. Uh, he's not much of a defensive player. He is big enough at six, four, um, that I think he's listed at six, five, but six, four, six, five, uh, to, to guard on the wings, like he's he's not super big, but he has he's athletic and strong enough to guard on the wings. He just hasn't been a plus defender much, much during his career. The thing that really held him back in Minnesota was just was decision making. Like it's mostly he just, uh, you know, he was a pretty good playmaker and a pretty good shooter. He just took a bunch of terrible shots. He's kind of cleaned up his terrible shot selection in the last couple of years. And that has translated him being a back to back all star like he's. He's straight up really good. And if you're straight up really good at his age, you're going to, you know, at, at, if you're Zach Levine and you're entering your your athletic prime coming off back-to-back all-star seasons, even a minor knee surgery isn't going to hold you back from getting max money. Zach Levine's going to get the max. Like, I don't think there's, a, there's not much to negotiate. He's a clutch sports client, if that means anything. But he's also just a max player in the league. Like, it is what it is. Like, he's at that level. He's going to get that money which makes it a little bit harder for how he might end up in Portland. If Brian Winhurst reports that, you know, now that it seems like Levine is really going to be out on the market, he's going to be one of the biggest, the biggest and brightest names on a relatively weak free agent class. And it seemed like most of those uh, incumbent free agents were going to return to their team. Zach Levine certainly could still do that. But if Portland is in the mix and a veteran reporter, someone has plugged in as Wendy, who is saying that Portland is in the mix, you better believe Portland is in the mix. So what the heck, how does, what does that look like? How do, how does, how does Zach Levine end up here? Let's go through it. Let's figure out how, what the mechanics and what the financials look like to have Zach Levine end up in Portland in the second segment. But first, let me tell you about how I started my day this morning. Got myself a little glass of water and then I got a scoop of AG1, the supplement from Athletic Greens. So I could start my day right with a habit that is improving my gut health, optimizing my immune system, giving me more energy 
energy and his replacement for taking a million multivitamin pills. It's a supplement that tastes great. And listen, I've heard all the hype and I wanted to see what it's about. So what is this stuff? Like I said, it's one scoop, AG1. And with that one scoop in your glass of water, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. Helps you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients that does all of the things. Supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, and your focus. Everything you could want. And listen, it's, it is a, all in all, it is a cheap investment in your health. It costs you less than $3 a day. So you're investing in your health cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting yourself a whole bunch of different supplements because you're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Plus, it's a micro habit. You start your day with it and, and that thing that you start your day with has big benefits. It's that one thing you can do every single morning to take care of yourself. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NBA network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NBA network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right. How does Zach Levine end up in Portland? What does it look like? He's going to enter free agency. The Blazers, to this point, the way we've been talking, I've been talking about the Blazers, is that they do not have a path to being a player in the free agent market. They do have a path to being in the free agent market. It's just one that I thought they wouldn't pursue. So, so... Let's talk about the money first. Zach Levine's a max guy. Uh, Debate it with your mom. Like, he's a max guy. He's going to get max money. It's just who is going to pay him that max money. So max money looks like two different things. If he he signs with the Bulls, he can sign for five years with larger raises. So it would be a five-year contract worth about $212 million, all told. If he signs with another team, the raises are a little bit smaller, and it's only it's 5% raise as opposed to 8% but smaller raises, and it's only a four-year deal. So it's about a $157 million contract. That's a lot of money. Like, you know, the, the $157 million is probably more than you can spend in your lifetime. Uh, obviously, it's like wild generational wealth, but it is significantly less money than $212 million. Like, straight up, like that's that is a big step down. Regardless of the larger contract you can sign with the with the team you're already on, with the incumbent team that has the advantage, the way the CBA set up, the advantage to retain you, your starting salary in year one for a max guy with his years of service, seven to nine years in the league for for old Zachy. Does Zach Levine have a nickname? <laughs> I should have looked this up. I don't. I, I'm not aware of a Zach Levine nickname. I love nicknames. If Zach Levine has a nickname, leave it in the YouTube comments below. But. The starting salary, because of his years of service, is $36.6 million, approximately. Uh, I do not believe the finalized cap numbers have come out yet, but this is a pr- approximately based on the reporting from intrepid reporter Shamstrani of The Athletic. It's about 30, $36.6 million is probably where it's going to shake out at. Let's call it $36 million for our troubles here. We're not going to do to the penny math, but let's get close. million, that's going to be your starting salary. The Blazers have a path to creating a max slot. The path is a lot. They would have to 
renounce their all their traded player exceptions. So that twenty million dollar traded player exception, that big sexy thing they've been they've been pimping out like that. That's how they're going to get Jeremy Grant. You got to renounce that. You got to renounce the two other smaller trade exceptions they have that would allow you to acquire players through trades. Those are gone. Those are out the window. They're not coming back. Once you renounce them, they're gone forever. You got to renounce them to get under the cap. You got to renounce the mid level exception. That's a ten million dollar a year contract you can offer to someone. You got to renounce that because you're getting under the cap, right? You're you're under the, you're trying to operate as an under cap team. You're losing these tools. Mid level exception gone biannual exception gone see you later and you've you've got to uh you get rid of the bird rights or you you renounce the bird rights to cj Ellaby. you renounce the bird rights to joe ingles you renounce the bird rights to elijah hughes you stretch the contract the four year the four million dollars guaranteed contract to to eric bledsoe and then you cut josh hart Josh Hart has a late guarantee date at the end of June. His contract's fully non-guaranteed. You can just cut Josh Hart. That gets you to $23 million in cap space. Not quite enough to outright sign Zach Levine, right? Like not, not enough to outright sign Zach Levine. He's a max guy. He's a max guy. And if he's not a max guy, he's not taking a $13 million pay cut. It's not how it's going to go now. He's entering free agency and he's going to quote experience free agency along, along with his agent, Rich Paul. They're not taking a pay cut. So you got to create more money and to create that max slot, that means you got to wave Yusuf Nurkic. You've gutted your entire team. No Nurk, no Josh Hart, all guards, no, no, no bigs, nothing to really show for the CJ McCollum trade except for this max cap slot that would now allow you to sign Zach Levine. That's the path to signing him with, uh, with signing him outright as a free agent. That seems relatively unlikely to me. Not impossible, but I can't imagine a scenario where the Blazers say, hey, we're going to go get better. And the way we're going to get better is cutting Josh Hart and cutting Yusuf Nurkic. Um, and the other guys, Ellaby and Ingles and, and Elijah Hughes don't matter. Ellaby's not coming back. Elijah Hughes not coming back. Uh, Eric Bledsoe's almost certainly not coming back unless something very strange happens. I do not, I, he, you know, he wasn't with the team at the end of the year. He's just, he's, he's, he will be let go as well. You know, they flirted with bringing Joe Ingles back, but if the if the choice is, you know, Ingles coming off an injury or or the chance to sign Zach Levine, that's an easy one, right? If you do all of if you do all of those things, you've created yourself $41 million in cap space. That allows you to keep Anthony Simons. It allows you to keep Damon Lord. It allows you to keep Zach Levine, and that's your core. That defense, that trio is awesome on offense and horrific on defense, and you still need so much more help. Uh, you know, you'll still have the right to pay Anthony Simons and all of those things. That's that's like the 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 path to to getting Zach Levine with with cap space is 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 doing all of those things. There are other acrobatics you can do to get Levine. And the most obvious one would be some version of this where you renounce your TPs and the mid-level, the trade of player exceptions, the mid-level exception, the biannuals. You, you renounce the bird rights of Ingles and, and, uh, and Ellaby and Hughes. You, you stretch, you stretch and wave Eric Bledsoe. So he's only like a $2 million cap hit. You, you, you reduce all of that money, right? And you end up with $23 million in cap space. And then you, and then you configure some kind of sign and trade. You can go, you can, you can go make it happen. The, there is like, there's more cap gymnastics where they wouldn't have to do all of the, where they wouldn't have to cut Josh Hart and they could, uh, and they could not cut Josh Hart and they could make it happen with trading, 
a sign and trade for Anthony Simons at like 20 million and Nazir Little and uh, Justice Winslow. There is there is a path there that could work if the Bulls were interested. It also seems a little bit difficult, but I, I think the most reasonable path to getting a Zach Levine on the roster is some sort of some math like that I've just laid out here that allows you to get create some cap space and then a sign and trade with Anthony Simons and Zach Levine. I think that is the most likely path for how Zach Levine ends up on the Blazers. And I think the question that you're asking is like, you're one of two things. Some of you are saying, hell no, don't do this. And like, I hear you. And some of you are saying, do it yesterday. Oh my gosh, go, 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 go. And then there's like a third group where like, is this a good idea? And I think that's what I want to lean into to close the show. Is like, is this a good idea? And what does it say that the Blazers are linked to the one of the biggest fishes, the biggest, brightest star on the markets? Like, wh- what does it say about this franchise and w- about Joe Cronin that Zach Levine's name is linked to the Blazers? Let's, let's, let's talk about whether this is a good idea and what this idea says about the franchise to close the show. But let me, let me first tell you about Bill Barr. Y'all know, protein bars taste great. My personal faves. And... Not only are they delicious and come in a whole bunch of flavors. My personal favorite, peanut butter brownie. I also rock with cookies and cream. I like raspberry salted caramel. Uh, The double chocolate is really good. Mint brownie rocks. Uh, They got some puff flavors that are a little bit marshmallowy that I've that I've messed with in the past. But the real the real kicker, like the deliciousness, is there. But the real kicker is they pack a punch. 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and just four net carbs. They're all tasty, all healthy. Go get yourself some. Like, go, just go right now. Go to built.com. And while you're there, you can use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Still a pass first point guard. Still Mike Richmond. You are still listening to Locked On Blazers and we're still talking about Zach Levine. The dude can hoop. Zach Levine's really good. I like him. I like watching him play. Um, if you wore a Blazer uniform, I would like watching him play in a Blazer uniform. But the gymna- the the cap gymnastics to get there, as I detailed in the previous segment, it's it's gutting the roster. It really is gutting the roster, or it's gutting a portion of your like tools, not gutting the whole roster. Like you could conceivably hold on to Josh Hart, maybe Josh Hart and Nurk can make it happen. But you're giving away Nazir Little and um and, and almost certainly trading Ant for Zach Levine. Let me say this like plainly and clearly so you can hear it from me and then blame me if you disagree, which is you're right. I think Zach Levine's better than Ant significantly. And I think it would be a significant upgrade if you just swapped out those two players. But I don't think Ant's going to push $25 million on the open market. So you're talking like a $15 million difference. Is Ant $15 million worth than Zach, $15 million worse than Zach Levine? No. No, uh, like Ant at 20 million versus Zach Levine at 36, then you're like really getting yourself into a place that you can talk about it. And they're like talking about players with a money value is kind of gross and not something that I love to do in this space. But that's like, that's how this decision-making works. Like that's how this decision-making works. Um, 
I think Zach Levine is something like a uh, close to like a best case scenario for Ant. I mean, maybe like Damon Lord is best case scenario for Ant, but I don't. I, I think Zach is like a like a multi time All Star um, who's you know averages twenty four four and four like if for consecutive seasons and pushes twenty seven at his sort of peak scoring like that seems like Ant's close to Ant's ceiling something like it. That is, let me be clear. That's a darn good career. Um, that's like that. That would be super dope if Ant ends up being that consistently. That's like a great outcome. But I think like today, Zach Levine is like, is a pretty obvious upgrade for me over Ant. He's a better basketball player today than Anthony Simons is. The the when you make this trade though, you're not necessarily betting on today. You're betting on this season and next season and the season after that and then the se- and then season the fourth season after that and what that kind of looks like into the future like gms are working on a longer timeline than podcasters i make five shows a week i'm just trying i've already got my next show planned out i'm just trying to get to friday y'all like to be clear uh but like i would for if here's i feel two ways about this and I've written them both down in my notes, and I don't know really where I land right now, just thinking about this, you know, by, I don't know, 12 hours after the news broke. I'm recording this Tuesday, late Tuesday evening. Uh, if the Blazers really are going to build this thing around Dame, upgrading to Zach Levine gets you closer to being competitive. But he isn't so good that he pushes you over the top, and he probably isn't so good that gutting the depth on the roster is worth it to me. Probably not to me. Probably not the the gymnastics that would that it would take to get to get uh, Zach Levine. Now, if you can, if 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 there is some other uh, money making deal that I'm not necessarily seeing right now, because I am just an amateur capologist trying to learn uh, from from those who do it professionally, then yeah, like I could be swayed and I will easily change my mind. But from the cap gymnastics that I'm seeing and I've laid out here, I think the gutting most of the Blazers other tools to get better doesn't seem worth it for Zach Levine to me. But I'll say this. The fact that the perhaps the best player on the free agent market this summer is directly linked by linked by a veteran reporter to the Trailblazers tells me this Joe Cronin is not aiming small I did podcasts last week about Kyle frickin Anderson and Otto Porter Jr you know what Joe Cronin said he said Mike you're an idiot I'm aiming much bigger. I'm hunting big fish. He's he has been telegraphing his his desire to go big game hunting. He's been telegraphing his desire to chase stars, chase top end talent. When Joe Cronin has spoken to the media, he has said as much. I want top end talent, which is the type of thing that you kind of just want a GM to say and it it can feel like it's just like it's just he's just saying the right thing like he's just he's just checking the right box hey that is the right thing you say we're going to we're going to make this team really good and we're going to go get good players but the fact that prior to free agency and like teams never they would they would never tamper so this stuff never happens prior to free agency but but the the, the fact that in may the Blazers are already being linked to the biggest fish on the free agent market the biggest fish in the pond tells you that Joe Cronin and and along with Damian Lord they are serious about star chasing they're not 
they're, they are thinking well beyond how can we upgrade the Justice Winslow Nazir Little front court to saying, how can we get a bona fide all-star next to Dame and go for it? And I commend that aggressiveness, at least in pursuing what it might look like. Now, I don't really think I don't really think I like the process necessarily, but would if if you if you can avoid if you can hold on to Josh Hart and, and Yusuf Nurkic and find a sign and trade that is something like Nazir Little and Anthony Simons and something else to fill in to get to go get Zach Levine, I'm all I'm I'm pretty much all for it because I say I say you go for it. I say you go for it. If it's more than that, if it's lose if it's losing Josh Hart or if it's choosing between losing Josh Hart and Nurk, and it, and and if it's Nurk, like whatever, same I kind of feel the same way about him and Hart, but like balance of the roster wise, it would make more sense to hold on to Nurk. Like then I think you're gutting too much of the limited depth you already have. Like I I, I really do. Um, I like. I like Levine and I think he's better than Ants, but I wouldn't, how much are you willing to give up? And I think the answer is the Blazers front office is willing to give up a lot because they're serious about chasing stars because the hardest thing to get on the roster is star players. The depth you can find, the other things you can make happen, you can do, you know, you can, if you have a core of Damian Lord and Zach Levine, it's easier to lure other vets to play alongside him and say, hey, we're serious about going for it in a way that Damian Lord plus the current core will not lure those same types of people. I get it. And I commend them for going for it. And I, I think I've said now that I wouldn't do it, but I would do it if on this. Like I've, I've really waffled here because I don't know. Like I, I'm going to be honest. Like I don't, I don't have a strong feeling on this. I like the idea of being aggressive and I like the idea of chasing it. And if the Blazers can preserve some of their depth and get it done, yes. But the way I see it, they can't really preserve some of their depth. So no, like that's, that's the waffle that I'm at. Zach Levine would be an upgrade and he would help. And I'm, I, I think it's cool as heck that the Blazers are chasing the biggest fish. It's going to make for a really fascinating and fun summer. Zach Levine would, would help this basketball team. He would be an upgrade. He would be probably the best player. Not even probably. He'd be the best player that uh, Damon Lord has played with since LaMarcus left. I think Zach Levine is a little better than CJ McCollum. That's that's that is uh, that's my read on it. Is he like is he massively better than CJ so much so that you'd say, oh, they were in a crazy tier that they've never been in? No, he's not. He's a little better than CJ and he's made a couple all star teams and it feels different because he's made a couple all star teams. He's also a little bigger. Uh, He's like the the difference in a Dame Ant, Dame CJ and a Dame Zach Levine pairing is is not crazy like it's relatively negligible but the perception in the nba of a dame and zach levine pairing with an, how aggressive they would have to be to do so i think would send a different message and and perhaps shift the way they were able to approach the rest of the offseason and sort of shift the the perception for other like role player types around the league when choosing hey which like you know, 10, you know, whatever, five through 10 seed in the West, am I going to sign with five through 10 seed in in the NBA? Am I going to sign with, okay, this one, that's really going for it. I'll sign with them. I think that's, that is maybe the case you make for it. So yeah, go, I don't know, go do it just for fun, but also don't do it. If it guts the roster, um, this is me sitting on a fence tomorrow's show, all things, Joe Cronin, Joe Cronin got the interim tag removed. He is now the Blazers 
full-on GM for getting a four-year contract. We'll talk about what it means, talk about what Joe Cronin has done, and we'll talk about what Joe Cronin's going to do next on tomorrow's show. Make sure you come back and listen to that one. Should be a ton of fun. The show's five days a week, available wherever you get podcasts and also on YouTube. So why don't you tell your friends about it? Tell them to search Lockdown Blazers. They'll find us wherever they're looking for us. And then... Make it your first listen. And how about your second listen? You check out NBA, the NBA Big Board on the Locked On Podcast Network so you can get abreast of all things NBA draft. Sounds like a good plan. All right, appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.